This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods. For the Monday after the trade deadline, there was only one way to do the mailbag with Daryl Morey. Yo, Daryl. Hey, Daryl. This question is for Daryl. The man himself joins us for about 20 minutes of your questions and his answers. Um, question for Daryl. What's the value of being the one seed? Most of, honestly, home court in the playoffs comes down to if you happen to get to a game seven, it gives you a pretty solid edge. We also cover a lot of stuff in between. I've sat with Joel. He's so fired up to get back out there. And when he gets back, as Wall Street Bets would say, to the moon. I'm Lauren Rosen, a very special Mailbag Monday with 76ers President of Basketball Operations, Daryl Morey. All right, let's start with some context. When I caught up with Daryl, it was the day after the trade deadline, and when he turned on his Zoom, he insisted on having a virtual cat on his head. We're so happy to have you join us for Mailbag Monday. We're going to make it fun. I can't figure out how to turn this this off. Let Let me... I'm going to have to try, but let's do one question this way. Perfect. Well, so Mailbag Monday is very simple. We make Mondays all about our fans. We respond to their voicemails, their DMs, their mentions, and they always want to hear from you. So thank you for doing this with us. Ready? Okay. Ready. You have one new message. So our first question comes from Hayden Banks 13 on Instagram, and you're going to laugh, but I actually am standing by this question. He says, what makes Daryl such a genius? What makes you so good at what you do? This that question deserves a cat on my head. <laughs> that's what that's what I that's what I say to that question. Um, I'm not. I I mean, I think like the main thing I try to do is make sure I'm listening to like the people around me, and doing it in a way because you can get caught in groupthink, but doing it in a way where you're taking the best of what people are suggesting and hopefully filtering out the you know the ones that maybe the ideas that aren't the right time or aren't, aren't the right suggestion. So I reject as, as the famous David Stern would say, his question assumes facts, not in evidence. So when you say you listen to the people around you, when your digital reporter tells you to take the cat off your head, that doesn't count <laughs> as a time to listen. Um, well, I was having trouble turning it off. I may, I may try and flip it to, uh, to something else here. Well, while you're working on that, let's get to our first voicemail. You have one new message. Hey, Daryl. Uh, Joe from Delco calling here. How do you respond to the notion that um, uh, other teams may ask more of you know of you or or of the Sixers in a trade because they know that you're known as kind of a wheeler and a dealer and, and the way things seemed uh, with the trade deadline here, um, it seems like teams were asking a little bit too much. Um, it sounds like they were asking for more from the Sixers than they were from other teams. Thanks, Joe from Delco. What do you think? I think teams are very professional. They're very, you know, they're just trying to optimize for their team. I, I don't see them. Uh, I don't, I don't see them changing their, their price or how they're behaving. I, I just, I, I do see those rumors all the time, but I, I don't, uh, I don't think that that's the case. Fair enough. You have one new message. Next one is from Zach or how do you see George Hill fitting in on this team? So George Hill, two-way player, uh, we've been looking for for, for some time. Uh, one that um, you know brings strong defense uh, and also elite shooting at the same time gives coach another option. Um, 
you know, we, I like giving um, players that can, can play in different environments against different opponents, different uh, matchups. Uh, so, you know, we can get them, you know, Doc Rivers. I would say Doc Rivers is a genius, and I like to give him a, the tools so he can show that to everybody. You guys have a really good buddy comedy bit going on together because every time I ask either of you about the other, it's all excellent. I'm really happy for you guys. Yeah, no, that's, that's fine. I hadn't thought about that, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, it is like actually buddy comedy. That's a good way to do it. Cause it, you know, so it came together fast. Right. You know, and I would say um, I have, you know, he, look, I, I, I'm the, like, what, who's the, I'm the, I'm the Chris rock of the, but you know, I'm like, I'm not the, uh, I'm like this, I'm like this, I'm the, I'm the Robin of this buddy comedy for sure. Um, you know, docs won a title and, and, uh, obviously it was a, you know, a great player and, and, uh, and a hall of fame coach in this league. So I'm, I'm just hoping that Elton and myself can, can give him the, give him the tools he needs. Well, both of you plus Elton, honestly, Humble as always, and, and you guys are obviously doing a great job. This one's interesting. It's from Zero Daddy underscore. What's the most difficult decision you've had to make in your professional life so far? <laughs> so these are good questions. I, 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 you've chosen, you've chosen wisely, Lauren, with these questions. <laughs> um, uh, wow. <laughs> I'm like so many. So many things going. The most difficult. I will say the trade deadline last year was not difficult. Like George Hill was like, you, sometimes the trade deadline choices are hard, and it was he was just a very obvious choice given our array of options and things we could do. Um, so I'm going to go with easiest deadline. I'm going to do that thing where you just dodge the question. And don't totally answer. fine. I've got another one right on deck for you. I'm right. Okay. All right. All right. The double howitzer. I'm ready. You have one new message. This one comes from the voicemail line. Um, question for Daryl. He talks a lot about championship odds, raising them and increasing your opportunities to win. One of the questions I had is, um, what's the value of being the one seed, especially this season with Milwaukee and, and Brooklyn looking like such um, you know fierce competition? Is, um, is being the one seed, does that... Um, significantly raise the team's championship odds, or is it pretty negligible? Thank you. Well, it definitely raises it, obviously, home court, and uh, especially Game 7, NBA history, Game 7, uh, um, the home team wins at an extremely high rate, especially in front of these uh, crazy Philly fans. Um, that said, I wish it was a higher. I wish it was a bigger boost. Um, if you get to a Game 7, it's a big boost, but uh, often, you know, series don't go to seven and then, then it becomes a little bit more negligible. Most, most of honestly home court in the playoffs comes down to, if you happen to get to a game seven, it, it gives you a, a pretty solid edge. Well, I think Sixers fans know what you mean when you talk about game sevens of late would have been nice to have that latest one on Sixers floor. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the bouncing ball? Like call yes, it the bouncing indeed. ball. Yeah. The yes, miss, indeed. they call it. Yeah. That one was to a miss. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, that was a great shot. Took him out of the playoffs. Yeah, he missed. It was like just bounced like 80 times. Like I was like a had like 10% chance to go in. I'm sure that doesn't make anyone feel better, but the shot missed. So. Exactly. But the Sixers had momentum. If you ask any Sixer fan, they remember it didn't feel great. Anyway, yeah. 
Back to the Instagram questions. You have one new message. Lees.sam323 says, what did you have for breakfast on deadline day? So I don't eat breakfast ever. Um, sadly, I qualified for that scene because my height, you know, size ratio, you know, put me on the list, sadly. Uh, I, so I had to take breakfast out a while ago or I would, I would have qualified even sooner. Um, but I would say on deadline day, I don't even... I don't even eat till three. Actually, you know, we had uh, we had uh, Chick Fil A. We ate about three thirty, and we ate uh, Chick Fil A. We actually had Chick Fil A. So if we want to stick to the, if we want to stick to the truth. We can we can cue to the Chick Fil A. All right, let's go back to the pod line. You have one new message. This question is for Daryl. Um, I just wanted to ask him about Ben's viability as a small ball five. I know a ton of. Fans bring it up all the time because of his size and his length and now his strength. So I guess my question is, do you, do you think, you know, Ben at small ball five kind of takes away from his perimeter proudness and, and awesomeness? Or do you think, you know, someday he can develop into more of a rim protector at a small ball five and that would be a more viable lineup? I'd love to get your thoughts. Yeah, why limit Ben? Ben, ben has a un, you know, unlimited future um doing lots of things um i would say you know in the past i don't think either doc or the other coaches have gone to that lineup much i think the history of it is up and down uh but you know no <laughs> he's a very unique player that it's even something you can go like hey let's try this you know because he's so unique and and amazing so uh, I, I do think it can be viable against certain teams. Doc has gone to it when he felt like it was the right move, and, and we've we've had, uh, I think, a little more success with it this year than past years. Sticking with Ben now from Eric W. Noro 17, how much longer until the whole league notices that Ben's defense is truly next level? I think they've noticed, yeah. I think that one's done, yeah. I think, I think so isn't too. he, like, number one in all the ladders and stuff? They well, keep bringing up a Gobert, center. Yeah, yeah, they keep bringing up a center from another team. Ah, you're gonna get fined. You're not allowed to say his name. Well, you don't get fined. I am. Either. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. Well, technically, no. Well, let me ask you about someone that you can talk about from Arshan underscore Muzun. Sorry if I butchered that. Um, what do you think of <laughs> Matisse Thibel as a secret defensive weapon? He's not very secret. <laughs> He's like the. He might be the best defender in the league. No offense to. Ben, I mean, I think it's easy to be great on D when you specialize it, which he, which he does. Uh, I, I'd still have Ben as number one. I mean, we have three of the top ten for sure, like like unarguable, which is uh, pretty pretty awesome to have. And again, another testament to to Coach Rivers and and uh, and the crew. So yeah, not 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 very secret. I don't think. I will actually add a question from me based on, on what you just said. What's it what like was now? What embarrassing like tag you had to read ever, like a Twitter handle or an Instagram handle, you know, like, you know, I don't know. Some of them, some of them are a little weird. And then sometimes they don't make the mailbag because I don't want to read the handle. <laughs> yeah, has anyone snuck one by you or later you're like, Oh, we got to cut that out. It's like a secret. You know, if you go on, not Urban yet, Dictionary, not like, yet, oh but I'm God. vulnerable. I'm definitely yeah. vulnerable. <laughs> You're gullible, basically. Yeah. <laughs> More of your questions and Daryl Morey's answers on this week's Mailbag Monday coming up.
What's up, Sixers fans? It's Brian Seltzer. The home stretch of the season is here. Simmons with a steal, then gets it back and hammers it in. Up high and down hard. Harris down to the weight room and having his way. This is not the time to miss out on anything that's happening with the 76ers. Our suggestion? Give us a humble follow right here on The Scoop, the daily five-minute podcast from the 76ers Podcast Network. Join me, Lauren Rosen, and Matt Murphy as we set the scene on game day. 76ers begin a four-game date with Another the home game for the 76ers. By this morning, then take you inside the locker room for instant reaction and analysis first thing the morning after. It's more about me being willing to, you know, just dominate. These wins really solidify your team. I think overall I'm becoming a better point guard and leader. I think I've gotten a lot better at that. Listen to episodes in as much time as it takes you to brush your teeth. Pour a cup of coffee. Or take the dog out for a morning walk. Make the scoop part of your routine. The morning of and morning after every 76ers game. Find and follow us by searching 76ers Scoop wherever you get your pockets. Let's get back to this week's mailbag with Daryl Morey. You just said that you guys have three of the top 10 defenders in the NBA right now. What's it been like to now be part of such a defensive-minded team that's having so much defensive success? I love it, and it takes me back to my early years in the NBA when we had the top defense uh, when I was in Houston, uh, three years running, uh, obviously with Yao Ming, man in the middle. And and uh, so I love it, and uh, Doc Rivers and Dan Burke are just, you know, just crushing it. Popeye Jones, shout out to him, who's also been huge on defense, so pretty exciting. Awesome. This one's back to the voicemail line. You have one new message. Yo, Daryl. We need to see some more B-Ball Paul minutes. Come on, man. Do I have to answer back in the same cadence? You know, hey, bro. Uh, um, we all we all are excited about B-Ball. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, team team is tripping and playing hot or lit and uh and so hard to make the rotation you should be happy though got some uh fire minutes against the lakers last night in all seriousness what's it been like to to watch him develop did you know he had all this in him i mean look our scouting staff does an amazing job at identifying folks and obviously i think you know time, time will tell but all three Key guys we brought in are doing well, and that's a testament to, to Elton and Prosper, who's been leading this kind of group, and Vince, who was in charge of it last year. Um, when you pick someone 50-whatever, eight, you you don't expect them to be MVP of the D-League. You expect, hey, this is a solid pick we think can fit in over time. To have him, you know, just crush it, get out the mud, and and, and play unbelievable in, in the D-League was, was, was really cool, and... Uh, uh, news, when's this going? Newsflash, we're signing him today. I think this will go up after we sign him. So, breaking news on the, the Lauren hard copy. Bum, bum, bum. First announced here, though, to no one. And then released Monday. So. Love that. You have one new message. Let's wrap it up with rapid fire. I want to let you go. From oh, Adam. Like what is, oh, Perfect. is it like a game? No, Three. it's just like they're just potentially quick answers. Okay, Adam nice. Arabi04 says, what was your favorite team growing up? 
Cavaliers. And that's why I didn't watch the Michael Jordan doc. I hate Michael Jordan as a player. Everything else is fine, but he kept eliminating me. But Cavaliers by far. Basketball, I'm assuming they're asking me. This one Mark from Price. Shout out to Mark Price. My guy. This one from Billy Maroon. And this is one that I would love to hear your answer for. Hi, Daryl. What's your favorite musical? Oh, wow. That's tough. That's like choosing your children. Uh, I'd probably say off the top of my head, I'd go, um, I'm going to go Les Mis. I'm going to go Into the Woods. I'll go Pirates of Penzance is maybe my, with a little wicked chaser thrown in there. Those are some elite choices. I can, I can co-sign all of those. Yeah. Crack underscore Jack. So that's a good one where it's like, oh, I don't know about that handle. Oh, shit. Yeah, it might. <laughs> you know, if you Google it, it might not be what you want to see. So. <laughs> Crack underscore Jack says, what do you think is the most dangerous thing about the Sixers come playoff time? Well, I just think, you know, it's the obvious in transition, you know, Ben's a, just a monster. Uh, teams have to scheme to stop him from going downhill. And then, you know, when you're in the half court, ball to Joel, no one can guard him single-handedly and good luck doubling him. I mean, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be, uh, you know, shooting the lights out or Ben's going to go downhill and find shooters again. So Pretty exciting. Uh, I, I don't think we're very stoppable in the half court come playoff time right now. And and, uh, and then defensively, good luck finding a, a weakness. So pretty excited. I'm excited as well. This is the last but certainly not least question from me. I think nice. maybe. I love it. From the most. L-L-L-L-R-E-N underscore underscore 32. Totally. I think maybe the most underrated acquisition of the trade deadline is the understanding that Joel is, is progressing and, and maybe getting ready to come back. How much are you looking forward to seeing Joel come back into the lineup, given the success that the group without him has had over the last few weeks? Yeah, great. I, I you know, sat with uh, Joel probably like 3.15 after the bio calls, and, I, and Joel was putting his you know, rehab work in. And, uh, he, you know, he's, he's so fired up to get back out there and – Obviously, you know, we're, we're taking him through the, the paces and the milestones and everything the doctors are saying. But uh, when he gets back, I think, uh, you know, as Wall Street bets would say, to the, to the moon, rocket to the moon once Joel's back. So, Have you enjoyed getting to know him? I, I know that you pride yourself in, in your relationships. What's it been like? Yeah, I mean, he's just super interesting. Uh, you know, on the court, obviously, you know, you can, people can watch him but they can also see his personality on the court, but off the court, he's super smart. And, uh, you know, we have a similar sentiment on, um, you know, just, we like to have fun at times and, you know, do things like torture our, you know, our, uh, Sixers PR people. So, and editors. So, so. Fair enough. Don't I don't know worry. your title. I was going to go with your title, but I don't know it. Is it like, you know, queen, Queen, master of coin, you know, you know, just top of the I think world. It, I think it must be now queen, master of coin, top of the world, Lauren Rose, for sure. <laughs> exactly. For yeah. Sure. First, first of her name. First <laughs> of <know>? her name. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to change that on the, on the team directory on online. The title is technically so. digital media reporter, but I also accept team reporter, host, girl yeah, that asks questions. Digital media reporter, I don't like that. Because, like, like, why have the medium in the title? Like, why don't you just have, like, you know, 
gets great content. How's that? How's, or or fan that on the business card. Lauren yeah. Rosen gets good content. Yeah, or fan 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 engagement. You know, genius specialist specialist <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, let's make you. a new title. Like we that's that should be our next mailbag. Will be let's get Lauren a new title, a really long one that 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 rolls up the tongue. I appreciate the endorsement. Daryl Morey, thank you so much for joining us for Mailbag Monday. We love getting to talk to you and congrats on getting through the deadline. Thanks for having me on. Go Sixers. Talk to you soon. The one and only Daryl Morey. Your questions, his answers, we think. Hope you enjoyed it. And once again, thank you to everyone who submitted questions on Instagram or on the pod line. We'll be in touch with winners of this week's swag bags. Coming up this week on the 76ers Podcast Network, a new episode of Tom's Talks on Thursday. And then Brian, Devon, and I are back for our next deep dive on Friday. I'm Lauren Rosen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.